Adult content intended for an adult audience only. Contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link above to further support this writer. Pleasures Touched by Isabella Emily Welcome to another entry in my series about our senses. Through this series I'm exploring how what we smell, taste, touch, see, and hear can inform and even enhance our sex lives. This story is about touch, a sense so necessary and basic that enjoying it is hardly unique. This is not a deep dive into the fetish of touching or being touched, but rather a quick look at a 19-year-old virgin discovering how the sexual touch of a married man and woman can awaken her sexual senses. The stories in this series are grouped around the theme of our senses, but they're not connected to each other, so read them in whatever order you like. They'll all start with the word pleasure. In a future series I'll explore how our senses can connect us to each other on a deeper and darker level of kink and eroticism, but this series is about discovery. I hope you enjoy this somewhat innocent tale of virginity being lost. If you crave more kink and depravity than is offered here, please check out my other submissions, but pay attention to category and story descriptions. As with everything I write this story takes place in a happy alternate reality where birth control and STDs are not a concern. This story takes place in 1974 because I wanted to set it at a time where young people might plausibly know less about sex than they do today, but where it wouldn't be strange to have others around them know a bit more. Thanks for reading, Isabel Emily. It was the spring of 1974 and I was just finishing my first year at community college. I'd taken as many classes as I could with the intent to transfer to a four-year college in August and really start my life. My mom died when I was young, and being raised by a single father who worked all the time had left me more than a little unprepared for how to navigate my social life. I was shy and awkward, which certainly didn't help, and I had no idea who to talk to about my many romantic and sexual questions. I'd spent the last year working to overcome my high school reputation as a shy bookworm. I swam six mornings a week at the YMCA in a serious effort to turn my nearly genderless tomboy body into something a bit more appealing to guys. I'd also worked to overcome my almost pathological shyness, joining campus clubs, and forcing myself into social situations that I would have otherwise avoided. All of that had paid off and it was almost as if my focus had somehow caused puberty to circle back around and top off some things that I'd missed out on the first time. My tiny breasts suddenly filled out, and while they would never be large they now fit my body perfectly, and more than one guy noticed the way they moved enticingly whenever I went braless. My ass suddenly had shape, accenting my long legs perfectly, and in a pair of skin-tight blue jeans it was not only an attention-getter, but an attention-keeper. I kept myself focused academically, making great grades while still managing to work enough hours at my shitty restaurant job to save money. But I had also been determined to learn things outside of the classroom. I'd read everything about sex I could find and had spent hours in the bathtub looking at my body from different angles with handheld mirrors, learning all about my anatomy. In addition to shaving my legs and underarms, I had started to pay attention to my pubic hair regularly trimming and shaping my thatch of hair, in the hopes of making myself look as sexy as possible for potential partners. I also started to buy and read books about sex. I started with an academic approach, reading books about sexual health and reproduction, 
but that soon made me curious enough to find some paperback erotic novels. Those vivid descriptions of arousal and pleasure really jump-started my motor, and I got to the point where just crawling into bed and reaching for one of those paperbacks would make me wet with arousal. The more I read the wetter I'd get, and before long my nipples would grow so stiff that they'd literally ache. That inspired me to buy some dirty magazines, and the pictures of naked people proved to not only be educational, but downright tantalizing. I tried masturbating several times, but somehow my fingers just made the ache between my legs worse, and even grinding on a pillow didn't bring the relief that the characters in my favorite erotic stories felt. Even though I was certain that I was experiencing the same buildup of sexual tension that they were, I wondered if my body somehow would only be able to find relief with a partner. By the time spring rolled around the woman who was finishing her first year of college was a very different person than the gawky girl with glasses who had enrolled ten months earlier. With just a few months left before I was set to move across the state to school, something happened that changed my life. Parker and Julie came to visit my father. They were eight years older than me, and I had known them forever. They'd both grown up in my neighborhood and had gotten married shortly after graduating from college, right around the time Parker got hired by my dad's firm. I'd just been starting high school then, but I thought that Julie was the most glamorous 22-year of all time and that Parker was the most handsome man I'd ever seen. After a year they moved to Seattle, but over dinner one night my dad told me they were coming back because Parker was up for a big promotion. He'd offered to let them stay with us while they were in town, since both of their families had moved away. I was beyond excited to reconnect with them. I helped my dad get the house ready for their visit, but the morning they were set to arrive my grandmother fell and broke her hip. My dad picked Parker and Julie up from the airport and brought them back to the house, and then turned them over to me. Sorry I have to bail out, he said, but I need to get north and see my mother. Isabella has bought plenty of groceries, and the guest room is all made up and there are plenty of towels. Don't worry about it, Parker told him. Go take care of your mom. We'll be just fine. I'm all set for the interview this afternoon and I'm sure the three of us will get along just fine tonight. I'm sure you will, my father said. Anything you need just ask Isabella. Make yourselves at home and don't sweat the interview. You're going to do just fine. My dad packed an overnight bag and headed out, and shortly after that Parker came downstairs from the guest room wearing a suit. Well, I said. You sure clean up nice. When he wants to, laughed Julie. You've got to look like money to make money, he announced, walking back and forth in front of us like a runway model. Well, you look like dozens of dollars, I teased. Go get em. He playfully punched at my arm, kissed Julie quickly, pocketed the car keys he'd borrowed from my dad and headed for the door. Good luck, we called after him as he grinned and waved. So what are your plans tonight, Isabella? asked Julie. Nothing, I said. I plan on reading, or watching TV, and going to bed early. Sounds boring. Julie grinned. Don't stay in and cramp your social life for us. Watching TV and going to bed early is about the extent of my social life. I told her. Seriously? She asked. You're probably one of the sexiest women down at that college. You must have lots of offers. I get a few. I admitted but I'm sort of trying to wait until I get out of town next year. 
I don't get the impression that the guys around here know what they're doing when it comes to dating. At least not the guys I know. Yeah, she agreed. Guys your age are pretty focused on sex. That wouldn't bother me. I giggled. I just want one focused on something besides his own enjoyment. I want to get something out of it too. Guys like that are out there. She said. You just have to be patient. Trust me, it gets better. I'll take your word on that. I said. At this point I don't exactly have anything to compare it to. I was the same way until I met Parker. She said. He took me from inexperienced virgin to wanton slut pretty quick. That's what I need. I said getting up to get more tea. Someone to help me make that transition. At that exact moment there was a loud crash of thunder, and we both looked out into the yard. It's getting ready to storm it looks like, Julie said. I don't mind, I said. I kind of like the rain. Me too, she said. Except the rain makes me horny. I looked over at her, and she grinned. What can I say? She said. It does. I'm not sure why, but a good rainstorm makes me want to fuck. Remind me to sleep with the radio on, I said. That way I won't be kept awake by your screams of passion. I'll bite a pillow, she laughed. Unless you want to hear me. She stared at me for several seconds, and I felt myself blush. Was it that obvious that the rain turned me on too? I'm sorry, she said softly. I didn't mean to say that. It's okay, I said. But I'm sexually frustrated enough without hearing someone else get off. Rain suddenly pelted against the side of the house, and we both moved over by the patio window to watch it. If you don't mind, maybe I'll take a nap, she said. It's been a long morning and I'm exhausted. Go ahead, I told her. I'm going to get some dinner started and then read for a while. Julie headed up to the guest room and I tossed a salad for later and then got some sauce simmering on the stove before settling down in the living room to read. A few hours later I was engrossed in my book when the phone rang and I ran to grab it, hoping it wouldn't wake Julie up. Hello? I answered. Hi, Isabella, said my father. I made it to Grandma's. Just wanted you to know. How's the weather there? It's raining pretty hard. I said. Lots of wind too, but we're all right. Well, the radio said there could be tornadoes. He told me. Keep an eye on the TV. If it gets bad, take Parker and Julie down into the basement. You'll be uncomfortable, but safe if the worst should happen. How's Grandma? I asked. She's fine. He said. I'll be home tomorrow night. By the way, I checked in with the office and heard that Parker aced his interview. That's great, I said. He's not back yet, but that's really good news. Congratulate him for me, he said. I'd better get going, he said. Stay safe, Isabella. I love you. Love you too, I said. I hung up the phone and turned and saw Julie come into the kitchen. That smells good, she said, gesturing toward the stove. She was wearing a dark blue flannel nightgown and her breasts looked huge. I suspected she wasn't wearing a bra, and the thought that just a thin layer of flannel was all that was covering her nipples gave me a weird tingling feeling deep inside my belly. Thank you, I said. Nothing special, just spaghetti sauce. 
I hope the phone didn't wake you. I needed to get up anyway. She smiled. Otherwise, I'd be up all night. Still raining, huh? Yeah, I said, pulling my eyes away from her. That was my father on the phone. He said we should pay close attention to the weather. If we get a tornado, we might have to sleep in the basement. Let's see what the TV is saying, she suggested. I turned on the small black and white set in the kitchen and made each of us a cup of tea while we watched. There were regular storm updates, and as usual they seemed to be predicting the worst. Anybody home? We hadn't heard the front door open, and I leaned over and turned the volume on the TV down as we went into the living room. Parker was there, soaking wet and covered with mud. What the hell happened to you? asked Julie. There's a tree down and I helped an older couple get their car out of the mud, he said. It's horrible out there. Can you get me some clean clothes so I can change in the garage, honey? You need a shower, I said. Don't change in the garage or you'll just be getting your clean clothes wet and muddy. If you go through the garage, you can go right down and shower in the basement. Are you sure? he asked. Of course, I answered. I'll get you a bag for those clothes and you can get cleaned up. Julie went upstairs to find him some clean clothes and a towel, while he went out the front door and around to the garage. As he came in through the kitchen and headed downstairs I handed him a trash bag for his wet clothes. Julie came through carrying his clothes, and I offered to get dinner going in case we lost power. By the time Parker came upstairs wearing shorts and sleeveless t-shirt I had the food on the table. I poured us all some iced tea, and we sat down to eat. I feel more than a little underdressed, said Julie. Me too, laughed Parker. I hadn't intended to eat dinner dressed for bed. It's no big deal, I assured them. Except you're making me feel like I'm overdressed. Feel free to take some of your clothes off then, grinned Parker. I'll strip, I tease, if that's a challenge. But not for free. I want to see plenty of skin on you both in exchange. Now that's the sort of after-dinner dessert I can get excited about, laughed Julie. A little show and tell. Unless the power goes out, I laughed. Then it will be feel and tell. That sounds even better, she said with a wink. Just then the television gave a siren sound, and I went to the counter and turned it up so we could hear. There were tornado watches issued for the entire area and they were urging people to prepare for power outages. I opened the kitchen junk drawer and pulled out a flashlight. Bad news, I announced. If the power goes out, we only have one flashlight, and I don't think we have extra batteries anywhere. Sounds like we better figure things out while we still have light, said Parker. Isabella said that we can all sleep in the basement if it's bad, said Julie. A slumber party? grinned Parker. Sounds good to me. You're only saying that because you don't know the sleeping arrangements. I laughed. There's a sofa bed down there, but it's pretty uncomfortable. And it might get cold down there. We can cuddle for warmth, said Julie. Oh good, I laughed, starting to clear the table. The married couple stays warm while the single girl freezes to death. You can cuddle with us, said Parker but Julie's hands roam while she sleeps. So be prepared for that. I almost hope the power does go out then, I said with a grin. Give me something to look forward to. They helped me do the dishes, 
and with one eye on the TV we continued to talk and laugh together. Eventually I took Parker downstairs and showed him the fold-out couch. If we pull the mattress off and put it on the floor, it'll be much more comfortable, I said. In fact, we should do that now that way it's ready if we need it. As we were doing that Julie came down the stairs. The TV just said we should head to the lowest point in the house and expect to be there for a while. She said, I'm going to grab our bedding and some clothes. I'll help you, said Parker. I'd better do the same, I said, following them up the stairs. In my room I quickly pulled on a pair of pajama pants and an oversized t-shirt, before grabbing my pillow and some blankets. For some reason I was incredibly nervous, even though I kept telling myself that all the flirting meant nothing. Most likely we'd be in the basement for an hour or two and then the weather would pass, and we'd all sleep in our own bedrooms. We had just gotten to the basement when the power suddenly went out. We all froze where we were, listening to the powerful wind outside. I clicked on the flashlight, and we used the yellow glow to spread our blankets and pillows on the mattress. Parker sat down and leaned back on his pillow. Might as well get comfortable, he said. Nothing to do now but wait. It sounds like Armageddon outside, said Julie. I think we're going to be waiting a while. Hopefully it doesn't get much worse, I said. I might try to go to sleep, even though it's early. We're going to try to sleep too said Julie. But there's no real rush. We can all talk for a while. I got comfortable on my side of the mattress with Julie in the middle between Parker and me. Once we were all settled, I turned the flashlight off. Without its light the basement plunged into total darkness, and the three of us were quiet for a bit, listening to the storm. We picked a great week to visit, whispered Julie with a chuckle. Worked out good for me. I laughed. At least I don't have to ride out the storm down here alone. Even as our eyes adjusted to the darkness, it was impossible to see anything. Gets really dark down here, doesn't it? asked Parker. Dark and cold, I answered softly. At that moment we heard the wind howl even louder, and the whole house seemed to shake. I tried to get comfortable, wondering why my palms were sweaty and my heart was pounding. You okay, Isabella? Julie asked. Yes, I lied. Just trying to get comfortable. Are you both doing okay? I'm fine, said Julie. This is actually kind of cozy. I'm loving this, laughed Parker. It's not often that I get to share a bed with two sexy women. Shut up, giggled Julie. Isabella doesn't want to hear about your sexual fantasies. Sure I do, I laughed. They might be a nice change of pace from the ones I usually have. You said you didn't have a boyfriend right now, didn't you? Asked Julie. No, I answered softly. I don't. So your fantasies are all memories? Said Parker. Nothing wrong with that. No memories either, I said. I'm not really experienced when it comes to dating. Or sex. Seriously? Asked Parker. You're probably the prettiest girl in town. That's what I told her, Julie said. Hard to believe no one has taken her to bed yet. Bed, mattress, back seat, sleeping bag, I said softly. No one has taken me anywhere. Probably why I have so many fantasies. I got a slow start too, said Julie, reaching over and patting my thigh through the blankets. 
You have plenty of time to catch up. Just then another loud gust of wind hit the house, and Julie actually gasped and sat up. Are you okay? I asked her. Yeah, she answered with a nervous laugh. Remember that I told you that storms have a weird effect on me. Scary and thrilling at the same time. I get that, I said. Something exciting about being scared a little, I think. Sort of like a roller coaster. She lay back down and the three of us were quiet for a few minutes, each of us thinking our own thoughts. The storm sort of arouses you, she whispered. Doesn't it? I waited for several seconds, wondering how to answer before finally deciding to just be honest. Yeah, I said quietly. It does. But lately almost everything does. I remember being like that in college, said Julie reaching under the blanket and taking my hand. I'd never held hands with someone before, and I'd certainly never held hands in bed before. Somehow though this felt nice and comfortable. In a way it felt a little romantic, even though I'd never really thought of a woman like that before. You're still like that, said Parker. I smiled in the dark. I know I am, laughed Julie, squeezing my hand. But I mean I used to get turned on and have to masturbate. Now I have someone to help me with my sexual needs. I don't do much of that, I said quietly, surprised at my boldness. You don't do what? asked Julie. Masturbate? Why not? I guess I just never figured out how, I said. I was sort of hoping I'd find a boyfriend next year and figure it out with him. Parker and I taught each other a lot about sex, Julie said. But if you learn how to touch yourself just right it'll help you teach a boyfriend. Plus you'll be able to get yourself off whenever you want. I tried it a couple of times, I said. I guess I just can't figure it out. I pushed the blanket down, suddenly warm in the cool basement air. If the lights were on, I'd show you exactly where to touch yourself, said Julie. And how? My freshman year of college someone showed me, and it changed everything. Oh, I said stupidly, my mind racing. Was she really offering what I thought she was? With her husband just inches away? Wasn't that weird? Did women really show other women their bodies like that? Would she really touch herself in front of me? But the more I thought about it, the less strange it seemed. A woman would surely know how my body worked better than some college guy would. And the truth was that both Parker and Julie were making my body tingle. And then I felt Julie squeeze my hand even harder as the blanket over her pulled away. Even if she can't see, you can still teach her, whispered Parker. I heard something wet along with the faint sound of a kiss. Were they kissing right next to me? What was happening? My heart started to pound, and I stared hard into the darkness, wishing I could see something, or even just make out shapes. Isabella? asked Parker. Yes? I answered, hearing my voice tremble. If you want to learn something about pleasure, just reach out and touch Julie. He whispered. She'll help you. I don't know. I said, my entire body starting to pulse with both nervousness and arousal. It's okay, whispered Julie, squeezing my hand again. Don't feel pressured. Don't do anything you don't want to. With that I suddenly knew I'd hate myself forever if I didn't take this next step. I pulled my hand from Julie's and I slowly reached out next to me, and audibly gasped when I felt my hand touch Julie's hot belly. 
I realized that Parker had pulled her nightgown up and the blanket down, and her hot skin seemed to tingle against my fingers. Here, she said, using her hand to gently hold mine. Up here. She pulled my hand up and I suddenly felt the mound of one of her breasts, heavy and warm in my hand. Without a thought I moved my fingers against the soft flesh, and when my fingertips felt the different texture of her areola I rubbed softly in a slow circle, my heart pounding so loud I was sure they could hear it over the wind. Holy shit! Julie moaned softly. I heard the wet sound again and realized with a shock that Parker was kissing her other breast. I squeezed her heavy boob in my hand and took her nipple in my fingers, rolling it in fascination as it stiffened from my touch while she squirmed on the mattress. That's such a good feeling, she said. When someone is making love to your breasts let them be soft and slow and hot and wet. Let them use your breasts to feed their own arousal, and knowing it turns them on will make every sensation even more exotic. I pulled at her nipple and realized she was right feeling my own body respond to the feel of her aroused flesh in my hand. It feels nice, I said. I love it. And it feels so good for me, Julie said. I love it too. And it tastes so good, whispered Parker. Without thought I leaned over and lowered my mouth to where I was gently rolling her nipple, and I moved my fingers away and licked my flat tongue against her stiffened nipple. She jumped, and I was afraid I'd done something I shouldn't but I felt her hand on the back of my head, so I kept going. She stroked her fingers through my hair gently as she squirmed on the mattress, mewing softly as I licked my tongue back and forth over her breast while my heart pounded. You two could talk me into anything like this. She gasped. Anything? asked Parker with a soft laugh. Oh, fuck yes, she answered. This feels so good. It feels good to me too, I whispered, kissing her breast softly. I love it. That's how it's supposed to work, Julie moaned. Turning someone on is supposed to turn you on. Are you turned on, Bella? Yes, I moaned, taking her breast into my mouth and sucking. Can I feel you? she asked, her fingers pulling at my t-shirt. I sat up and pulled it off, and suddenly I felt the twin sensations of mouths kissing my body. Parker was kissing my shoulder and Julie was kissing my belly and I gasped and tensed up as they pushed me back onto the mattress. Before I could even register what was happening I felt both of them work their way along my body to my breasts, and I actually screamed out and arched my back as they took my nipples into their mouths and sucked. Oh God! I yelled. Oh God, oh God, oh God! Julie moved and put her mouth against my ear while she began to knead my breast in her fingers. Your nipples are so sensitive, baby! She groaned. So as good as it feels, just know that tasting you is making Parker hard and me wet. I put my hand against her breast and moaned again, and then I felt her lips against my throat. Something twisted deep inside my belly and I knew I could never go back to a time where I was unaware of how much pleasure my body could feel just with my breasts being touched. It feels so good. I sobbed. Do you want to feel more? Asked Julie her breath hot against my ear. Oh, fuck yes. I blurted out, tangling my fingers in her hair. She pulled her nightgown over her head and fell back on the mattress and pulled me with her, and I felt my hot breasts push against her naked flesh. I kissed her in a surge of need, pushing my tongue against hers as our bodies writhed together, our flesh burning against one another. 
I felt Parker kiss my arm, his fingers moving gently up and down my back and I groaned into his wife's mouth. Touch my thighs, she begged. Touch my hot thighs, Isabella. I reached down and realized that she had been completely naked under the nightgown, and the feeling of her silky smooth thigh caused my body to tense up. She took my hand and pulled it up her inner thigh, both of us moaning with anticipation until my fingers grazed against the soft hair between her legs. I sat up at the contact, willing myself away from her tender kisses so I could concentrate on what my fingers were feeling. Touch me, Isabella. She moaned. Touch me here and feel what it's like. Feel how hot you've made me. I ran my fingers up and down through the fine hair she had there, and I wondered what it looked like. Maybe the power would come back on, or maybe I'd get a chance to see it in the morning. I took a deep, ragged breath and heard Parker kissing her, and I knew that whatever I did to her she'd feel while he held her in his arms and kissed her, and I hoped I'd someday get to feel that exact kind of safe and shared pleasure. I spent several minutes stroking my fingers through her pubic hair, enjoying the tickling sensation and the knowledge that it was connected to the most intimate part of her. She moved her hips on the mattress and I pushed my fingers up against her, gasping as I felt the wet heat of her crease. Oh yes, she moaned. I'm wet for you, Bella. I pushed my fingers along her, feeling how her arousal made her slippery, and I used two fingers to trace up and down from top to bottom, knowing that somewhere within this crease was the opening to her most precious spot. After several minutes of my soft touching, she started to rock her hips and whimper. Touch my clitty, she whispered. Touch my hot little clitty. Please. What? I asked, stupidly unsure what she meant. Here, she said, taking my hand in hers. She took my fingers to her mouth and her tongue flicked out and I was shocked that she wanted to taste her own wetness on her fingers, my shock quickly replaced by curiosity. Did it taste good? She pushed my hand back down her body and against her and this time she took my index finger and held it like a pencil, directing it back and forth along her opening until she pulled it up to the top of her lips, and I felt a tiny stiff nub of flesh. There, she whispered. That's the spot. I moved my finger back and forth, fascinated by the stiff little spot, and loving the gasping response she had to my touch. Julie, what does it feel like? I asked softly. Does it feel good? Feel for yourself, Bella, she said, sitting up and putting her hands on my shoulders. She pushed me onto my back and pulled my pajamas down and off, and then pushed my legs apart as she moved between them. Her hands moved back to my breasts, and she squeezed, before slowly trailing down over my belly and hips, and then she began to trace her fingers up and down my thighs. I moaned again at her touch her fingers feeling like they were leaving a trail of scalded skin as she moved them up and down. And then she pulled one away and when it returned her fingertips were wet, and I realized she'd licked them. Her saliva felt like liquid fire against me as she did the same with her other hand, and with nothing else to do with my hands I put them on my breasts, pinching at my nipples as my body convulsed with a new layer of need. Ready? she whispered. Parker moved against me and took me in his arms and I delighted to feel his strong arms around me as this new sensation throbbed between my legs. Julie moved her fingers up my inner thighs, slowly working higher and higher, and I realized she wasn't going to stop until she was touching me where I needed it the most, 
and her fingers found and started to pull at my soft folds just as Parker cupped my breast and started to knead my hot flesh. Oh my God! I said out loud, unable to comprehend all that I was feeling. Julie's fingers kept moving in soft circles, and I felt wet pulses of pleasure throb against her hand as my clenching hole felt things I hadn't even contemplated before now. And then everything changed. Parker suddenly closed his mouth over my nipple just as Julie pushed her finger against a tiny spot I hadn't even known was there, a spot so deliciously sensitive that it felt like a flash of pain when she first made contact with it. The pain revealed itself as white-hot pleasure, coursing through me as intense feelings of building pressure began to roll through me. Gaia! I yelped incoherently, my nipple and pussy competing to pull my focus. Just let it happen, whispered Parker. She'll make you feel so fucking good. I've never felt anything like this. I sobbed, writhing and twisting in his arms. It gets better, said Julie in the darkness, and I felt her shift between my legs. Suddenly wet heat engulfed me down there and I rolled up and down on the mattress as I realized her tongue was pushing against my tiny spot, and it was connected to every nerve ending in my body as I rode up and down on waves of need and sensation. Yes. 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 I sobbed. Parker kissed me and pinched my nipple, and his tongue in my mouth while Julie's was licking me down there caused my brain to melt. I want to feel it all. I sobbed, my voice breaking. I want to love it all. All, all, all. All? Asked Parker softly in my ear, his fingers kneading my hot nipples. Yes, all. I whispered. My belly suddenly twisted with heat and pleasure as I realized that Parker was right there with a man's body, and all would certainly include being able to feel him too. Without hesitation I reached over and suddenly felt a hot and hard handful of flesh, and my fingers closed around it. Parker pushed against me, and I knew I was feeling my first penis. He moaned from my touch while I cried out again into the total darkness, feeling his heat in my hand. Squeezing his thick meat added to the oral touch of Julie as my entire body spasmed uncontrollably. Do you want to come? asked Julie from somewhere below me. I want, I want, I want. I was chanting, unable to get the words out as an intense bolt of need pounded through me, causing me to wonder if I might pass out. Have your first orgasm, sweet Isabella. Parker whispered against my ear. With my hard cock in your hand? I squeezed him then and started to pull him back and forth, feeling his hips move as Julie pushed a finger up into me. With my eyes wide open in the dark room I suddenly felt something happen in me, a feeling deep inside but so powerful that it almost felt like it was coming from outside of me as well. I felt Julie push another finger and probe against me from the inside while she licked and sucked at that precious spot and I squeezed my hand even harder around my very first cock as something so overwhelming and so intense that I could never describe it started to happen. It grew and grew and built and expanded and became even more powerful, before suddenly exploding through me, and I screamed and bucked on the mattress, riding what felt like an atomic reaction between my legs. The two of them held me down, and made me feel safe while my very first orgasm roared through me like the storm outside that dark basement leaving me battered and weak and unable to do anything for several minutes but giggle softly and feel my tingling body relax. And then Julie moved up and kissed me again, and my body suddenly responded as her tongue pushed my own juices into my mouth, 
and I sucked at her lips as my own flavor inflamed me. I pulled even harder at Parker's stiff cock and he moaned in my ear. Can you help me, Bella? whispered Julie. Let me, I begged. Please let me help you. She suddenly moved up and hovered over my face, and Parker moved between my legs and knelt, holding his wife while she lowered her pussy to my mouth. I grabbed her thighs and kissed her wetness, pushing my tongue up into her and tasting her delicious need. I used my tongue to lick and explore until I found her little stiff spot again, and I sucked it until she started to scream, and I felt Parker rub his cock against my belly and that made me scream with her, sucking and kissing and licking and holding her while she felt exactly what I had just experienced. She fell to the mattress and I wrapped my arms around her, and Parker got on the other side of her, and we held her while she caught her breath. You've had almost all of it, Bella, Julie whispered. Do you want even more? Yes, please, I said reaching across her and putting my hand on Parker's hip. I want it all. I want to feel it all. Parker shifted and put his cock against my hand, and I realized he wasn't as stiff as he had been. My touch changed that, though, and he grew thicker and longer in my fingers. I felt Julie's hand on my own, and together we stroked him as she pushed me back against the mattress. Spread your legs she said softly. You're about to feel a cock fuck you, Bella. A sudden hard and hot sensation moved against my throbbing center, and guided by her hand Parker pushed his cock slowly up into my body, stretching me open as I whimpered and rolled my hips, knowing I couldn't ever go without this feeling again for as long as I lived. When he was all the way inside me he pushed his body hard against me and I lifted my knees and moaned. He lowered himself down to my body and kissed me, and Julie put her mouth against ours, and the three of us kissed and licked at each other's mouths, and I rolled my hips as I felt myself clenching around his hard erection. He wrapped his arms around me and started to move back and forth, and I put one hand on his back and reached for Julie with the other, hugging her close to me as her husband slowly fucked me, thrusting deep and deliberate as his body excited me even more than I already was. Doesn't it feel good? Julie asked. Having a thick cock up inside you after you've come? It's so good. I panted. I can't believe it. You're so wet and so tight, grunted Parker. I don't know how long I can last. Julie licked my neck and I whimpered, savoring the feeling of his cock stretching me as he pushed in and pulled out of my tender hole, making me feel so complete and full. I love this, whispered Julie, pushing her hand down between her husband and me her finger finding that special spot again. Oh my God! I wailed, wrapping my legs around Parker as another explosion began to uncoil inside me. Make her come before you do, Julie urged her husband. Let her feel an orgasm with a big cock inside her. Yes! I screamed, feeling it start to happen. He shifted slightly and started to fuck me harder, and a new rhythm changed my pleasure for just a moment and then suddenly it was back and even more intense. Julie's finger kept pushing and touching me down there, and Parker's cock poked so deep into me that he hit something that suddenly made me come up off the mattress and dig my nails into each of them. I opened my mouth and no sound came out, but an explosion in my belly tore through my body, and waves of pleasure carried me far away as I clenched and spasmed and pushed my hips against Parker, his cock making me come and come and come and then it ended and I was giggling uncontrollably,
feeling that stiff cock push in and out of me even faster, loving the hot sensations he was causing. Jesus got him fuck shit. I sobbed. Jesus. I can't hold it anymore, gasped Parker, and with a thrill I realized what he meant. Pump it up into her, urged Julie. Fill her virgin cunt up with your sperm baby. I felt his cock get even stiffer, and he tensed his body against me, and I rolled my hips anxious to feel what was about to happen. Fuck, he whispered against my ear. I felt a sudden slippery heat burst deep within me, and his cock throbbed and throbbed as he pumped himself into me, his orgasm making him groan as he filled my body up with his release. He pulled out of me and pushed his cock against my belly, and it felt hard and wet flexing and jumping as I felt more of his hot release spurt out onto my skin. I took him in my hand and pulled while his spasming slowed, and I marveled at how his slippery flesh suddenly felt less tense, even though he was still rock hard. Bring it here, said Julie, grabbing him and pulling him towards our faces. He pushed his cock against my mouth and I put my tongue out, tasting him as Julie licked her tongue against his cockhead at the same time. Our tongues swirled back and forth as we kissed and licked at him, and then he lay down on the mattress and the three of us cuddled together in the cool basement, each of us alone with our own thoughts. Julie pushed her hand between my legs and cupped my hole, rubbing Parker's leaking cum against me as she moved her hand to my belly, smearing his sticky cum all over me. I could smell it on me and I sighed in contentment, feeling it dry against my skin as even more dribbled out of my hole and ran down me towards the mattress. Are you okay? Julie asked me at last. That was beautiful. I grinned in the dark. Just totally fucking beautiful. I'm glad, she whispered, nuzzling my neck. I was worried you might have second thoughts after we finished. I'm too busy wondering how to ask if one of you wants to try any of it again. I giggled. Because I've never felt anything that absolutely amazing. She pushed a finger up into me and I spread my legs with a soft sigh listening to the house shake as the wind and rain battered it. But whatever the weather was doing would have to wait, as I felt Julie's mouth close around my nipple, and I pulled her close and wrapped my legs around her in the total darkness. Wait until you feel his cock get hard in your mouth, she whispered. That will really make you wet.